Welcome back to Better Health, everyone. I am virtually sitting with Hannah Kling, who is the writer, recipe developer, and content creator behind Lovely Delights, who you may know on Instagram for her amazing recipes. I know I have tried many of her recipes and love them, so it's an honor to be able to have you on the, the podcast, Hannah. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So I always like to warm up with a little bit of context questions. So the first one I have for you is like, you know, where did you grow up and where do you live now? And what's a little bit about your background? Sure. So I actually grew up um, in a small town called Chino Hills. It's not really that small anymore. It's grown like a lot since we, you know, grew up there. Um, but I grew up there my whole life. And then I just recently moved to Whittier, um, which is like Los, An- Los Angeles County about three, three and a half years ago. Um, and, you know, through my childhood, I, you know, went to school, I went to college, um, to CBU in Riverside. I graduated with, um, my business degree in management. Um, I worked, you know, all throughout college. I started working when I was 16. Um, mm. I was dressed. So, um, I was always been surrounded by food and, um, yeah, I worked in um, fashion as well after college. And then through there, I just kind of started Lovely Delights. Amazing. So ditto girl. I also started waitressing around that age and it's, it's a fun position. I mean, in the moment I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this. Now looking back, I'm like, okay, that was actually, it was a fun. You were always on your feet and talking with people. And so I'm not sure your feelings on how you liked waitressing, but I feel you. At first, um, I, I didn't really like love it, but yeah. I, I de- it definitely grew on me because I got to like talk to people and I got to be, you know, I think it really helped me come out of my shell as well. Oh, totally. Cause you always have to, you're, you're basically selling, you know, and upselling and, you know, closing a deal and then you're on to the next sale and <laughs> it's just fun though. It's, it's yeah. fun. Um, so I would love to know, you know, what was your childhood like in regards to health? Because a lot of the recipes you have are, you know, they're amazingly delicious. And then they're also pretty healthy at the same time. So was your childhood, you know, healthier or did you grow up not that way? No, not really. Like there wasn't a huge emphasis on health, um, whatsoever. We kind of ate, you know, whatever my mom made us. Um, but I think that as like a young teenager, um, you know, my, relationship with food, uh, kind of mm-hmm. like developed, you know, like not a really great outlook on it just at such a young age because of, you know, the Victoria Street models. Like I always yeah. wanted to be a model when I was younger. So like those were my idols and just, you know, seeing how thin they were and just like things like that. Um, I've really, you know, I had a bad outlook on food at a really young age. Um, mm-hmm. so growing up, you know, I think like through high school is when it really started for me. Um, and, you know, fast forward to now, like that's mm-hmm. kind of why I have lovely delights and create, you know, recipes that are a lot sweeter or, you know, sweet <laughs> recipes, but have like a lot of more healthier ingredients in them. Definitely. And I love how you actually kind of create knockoffs of the famous, you know, Girl Scout cookies or, you know, other desserts, but you do it in a way where you're not as guilty about eating it because, you know, you have more, um, healthier ingredients in there, less ingredients, um, less sugar or more natural sugar. So I love that you are able to do that, um, because you're not sacrificing the deliciousness at the same time. Right. Right. Yeah. 
So I would love for you to dive a little bit more into like your journey with um, your relationship with food specifically, which ultimately kind of brought you to lovely delights. You know, what did that look like um, starting in high school? I know you mentioned you, you know, wanted to be a model as well. And I, I know I struggled with my relationship with food in high school and that's where it kind of began of, you know, looking a certain way. So, you know, I started cutting back on foods and it became unhealthy for me where I wasn't eating enough. And then weight you're seeing, you know, you just, you don't eat as much. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. You know, I just eat a simple salad and walk 12 hours a day and then that's it. And so, um, tell us a little bit about your journey with that and what you experienced. So when I was, you know, I think it was a freshman in high school, I've, I'm pretty tall. I'm five ten, So, um, I've always been taller than all of my mm-hmm. friends, all of my family. And so, um, because I was taller, I think that I, you know, had like a fast metabolism and, you know, I stored fat differently, mm-hmm. uh, but people would always tell me like, oh my gosh, like you're so skinny. Like you can eat whatever you want. And like that weight. And like, those seem like harmless, you know, comments, but they, I never realized how much like I internalized them. So I was just Mm -hmm. like, wow, like I really can't eat whatever I want like this and that. So like, I think that, you know, with that, I started eating more, but then I started, you know, gaining weight and then I did want to be a model. So I was just like, if I want this, then I have to look, you know, a certain way. And just like at such, it was like a freshman year. So I was what, like 12, 13, so young and just like already internalizing my body and looking here every chance I get and stepping on the scale. Um, I started buying like diet pills, um, at like 16, um, they got shipped to our house. My mom, you know, caught them before I got to get them and she threw a huge fit. (laughs) Just, yeah, I had like a really, really big struggle at, you know, really young age. And then, um, my, my end goal was always to, to be a model. That was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to college just Mm -hmm. to make my family happy, but you know, like I'm going to do modeling. And so, um, when I was in college, I was like two years, um, about to graduate and I was like, okay, it's, it's now or never. And so I really, really started to restrict my food. Um, I put myself on like a really strict diet. Um, I lived in Chino Hills and I found like, um, a trainer that specifically trains models in like Hollywood. That's like a two hour drive. I was driving over there to see him like three days a week. Um, he put me on a very specific diet. I was eating like tilapia for like six months straight, like every single meal, Oh my goodness. like <laughs> rationing, you know, protein bars. Like it was, it was really bad. Um, mm. but you know, I, I lost the weight and, um, I started to book modeling jobs. So I was like, okay, mm. like it's working, you know, like it, I was, you know, what I was doing was the right thing, you know? Um, but then I just started, you know, realizing that, you know, I wasn't in good health. Um, mm-hmm. like it was breaking out like so bad because I was so malnourished. Um, mm-hmm. I was tired all the time. I was, you know, I just didn't feel happy. You know, I yeah. thought, you know, being at that weight would make me happy. Yeah. Having these jobs would make me happy. Um, but it didn't. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, through after that, this was like, after I already graduated college, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to to give this up and, uh, just going to, I have a degree. So yeah. thank God I went to college you know, so <laughs> working, um, in an office. 
which I quickly um, realized that I hated. I hated mm-hmm. down all day, you know, from being a waitress on my feet all day and then now sitting down, I just, I hated it. Yeah. Um, so through that, I was still trying to figure out what a healthy diet looked like for me and healthy relationship with food. And so that's when I started Lovely Delights because I was like, I need something that is like mine, something that I can control. Um, and just like started to learn about food and learning about mm-hmm. creating recipes that, you know, are, are good for you, but actually taste good. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to eat tilapia just to have, you know, I yeah. want to, you know, I want to eat really delicious food. Like, and I know mm-hmm. like you have both. And so, um, that's kind of like where I started to just experiment in the kitchen. And I was just posting the recipes online. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, through that, uh, there was, you know, some ups and downs, but I was able to, you know, heal my relationship with food mm-hmm. through. Food. That's amazing. I love that. I can relate to pieces of that where, you know, you get that positive in a way you want to say positive, it's not necessarily positive affirmation from other people of like, wow, you're, you know, you're, you look great. Or, you know, things were happening. You were getting those modeling positions um, because you weighed less. And so it was just like, it it was affirmation in your brain that, you know, I'm on the right track, but then realizing looking back, like I'm, I'm not fulfilled. I'm not actually happy with where I'm at. Um, So taking a moment to like reflect on your whole journey, what do you think you learned the most about yourself? Um, I learned, you know, that my whole world doesn't need to be consumed mm-hmm. with what I'm eating. I learned that nobody cares about my body as much as I care about my body. Yeah. Um, and just like, you know, looking back on, on things that I've, I've missed out on because, mm-hmm. you know, I was restricting my diet. Yeah. Um, like there's a specific memory. I remember when I was working, um, and whenever there was some, I was at a waitress and whenever someone was someone's birthday, the cooks would make like this crazy, you know, dessert for them. Mm-hmm. And I would always say no. And so like, I remember those moments of not allowing myself to enjoy, you know, that dessert mm-hmm. that wouldn't have, you know, made me gain yeah. weight, you know, that was just yeah. a memory, but I still hold on to that memory of the times I said no. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't even remember, you know, like the, the other like good, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. I feel you where uh, same situations of like, Oh, I can't eat that. You know, I'm not going to eat that. And in a way it's just like, just being in the moment, celebrating with people, having the joy of that, like Mm -hmm. is healthy. And yeah, maybe the food is not what you would call health food, but it's also something that like you were saying, you're not going to gain weight because you ate it one time, you know, Mm -hmm. out of a week or out of a month. And, but having that mindset, it's hard to get out of it and out of that mindset of like, Oh, you know, this is going to cause me to gain weight here, or I can't eat that. It's, it's tough to get out. How would you say like, what, what changed? Like, how did you work on yourself to get out of that mindset? Or was it just like a abrupt, like, I can't do this anymore. And it was just the buildup of things. What, what it was that like? Yeah. Um, you know, so I actually started seeing a therapist, um, three years ago, I still see her. And I think there is a lot of like childhood trauma that I went through Mm -hmm. that I healed, which had nothing to do with food, but through that healing, I also like cheat, like healed my relationship with food. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, sometimes it's not really even about the food. It's about other things that are going on. Um, and just like, 
working on yourself and again, changing your mindset, like it can have like huge impact. So it wasn't, you know, like an instantaneous, you know, one type thing, you know, mm -hmm. I think I made that decision of like, okay, I, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So like that was the first step, but then, you know, the consuming thoughts around, you know, I can't eat this. I can't eat mm -hmm. this, not labeling food as like good or bad, but you know, yeah. labeling it just is what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, and then also just allowing myself, I went through this phase where I did gain weight because mm -hmm. I just allowed myself to eat everything yeah. that I'm restricting, yeah. you know, like, Oh, I want that. Okay. I'm going to eat it. And, you know, eventually I got to a point where I started really listening to my body. And when I did eat, you know, a large amount of something that I was craving, like it didn't make me feel good. So I started really listening to what I'm eating and how it's affecting my mood, my energy levels and, you know, things like that. So it was like, I think I had to, to do that to get to where I am now, yeah. because now it's like, I still enjoy, you know, those things that I want, but I, mm -hmm. I also listen, you know, I'm able to cut off without it being like a restrictive yeah. type yeah. of thing. Instead, it's like, okay, this, I'm going to eat this because I'm in, I, I want to enjoy it but I'm not going to overdo it because I know it's going to not make me feel good. Hmm, definitely. Really big I, difference. Yeah, exactly. I, I relate in so many areas. So it's, it's crazy where you're speaking to some of the things that I had to work through as well. And, um, one thing that I talk a lot about on the podcast with women is like their hormones and, uh, different journeys they may have had with that. And I know you briefly touched on how, like the impact of you being malnourished impacted, your hormones. Um, and you know, you had breakouts and everything. So being aware of that, like what changes did you do to your body and like what you ate, um, which may have, you know, kind of shaped lovely delights and, you know, being aware of what you're putting into your food and how you make your food. Um, tell us a little bit about your hormone, hormone journey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was actually last year or it was 2020. Um, no, it was 2021. I actually got COVID and mm -hmm. I don't know if it has a correlation. I've done like, there's really yeah. not a whole bunch of research on it yet. Um, but I got COVID and then the day, you know, the two weeks after mm -hmm. um, I recovered, I started my period and my skin just freaked out. Like mm -hmm. I'm freaking out all over my chest, my face, my head, like everywhere. Um, no matter what I did, it was just like oh. over and over again. So it was like, I know something's going on mm -hmm. with hormones. Um, like I could just, I could just tell, um, right. I didn't eat anything in my diet. Um, but I knew, I just knew my body, like something was going on. So I started mm -hmm. learning about hormones and, uh, like hormonal birth control. I was also on that for mm. many years. I got off of it the year, um, before I got COVID. So it was like one year. So that could be something that had to deal with it as Definitely. well. Yeah. Um, but also just like tr trying to learn about foods and how they do affect your hormones and how they affect your sebum levels, which is like your oil production. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you should eat certain types of food on your certain types of cycles. Um, and I'm not an expert by any means in it yet. I'm still learning from, you know, people that are experts, but, um, you know, I've definitely gone into this hormone journey and it's also super empowering to, mm -hmm. to know about your body. And like, yeah. it's crazy that we're not taught about, you know, yeah. our 
bodies like by I know <laughs> and the different stages that we go through in a mm-hmm. month like I feel like yeah in fifth grade I may have like saw a chart but mm-hmm. like that means nothing to you when you're in fifth grade unless you have more context and like how you're going to feel and how food affects it. it it's it's crazy how like unless you do the deep dive you really won't know yeah. about your cycle <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. That's why I, yeah, I started, you know, following people on social media and just mm. like, doing my own research. And I'm still, you know, on the healing journey because mm. I feel like my skin, since, you know, having COVID, it has not been the same. Um, like I'm still dealing with it. And that was, you know, a year, over a year ago. Yeah. Um, so I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but, you know, I am learning, you know, about certain types of things to, to eat and, mm-hmm. um, how to work out even on your cycle. Oh yeah. (laughs) And you mentioned that you got off of birth control. What decisions did you end up making to make that ultimate decision? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I was about to be on my own insurance. And so Mm -hmm. I was 25 and I was 26. So, you know, like you're cut off. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was like coming up on there and I was like, do I want to, you know, keep doing this? And then I was like, also, um, I'm been on it for almost 10 years. I was Mm -hmm. like, I feel like I should give my body a break, you know? And it's like my boyfriend and I, like I talked to them too. So I'm like, you know, I'm really not trying to get pregnant right now, but there's other ways, you know, you can, you know, go about not getting pregnant, natural birth control, um, and tracking your cycle. And also I think just really being heavily into the health and wellness space and, you know, learning about birth control and what it does to the body. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Um, crazy. (laughs) crazy. And so I, I just decided, you know, when I was done with that packet, I'm done, like I'm not going to do more. And so I just kind of quit like cold Turkey, which, later on, I learned that you're not supposed to do that, so, uh, which is crazy. Cause yeah. you know, the doctors tell you, if you want to stop, just stop. But, um, <laughs> you, have to, you know, wean your body off those hormones and mm-hmm. yeah, may like, you know, still today, maybe that's why, you know, I'm still dealing with some hormonal stuff because yeah. of that. It is crazy. And, you know, thinking about how you were on it for 10 years, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And who knows, you know, how your body is still trying to adjust from the 10 years of being on it to now not being on it. And it is pretty wild. And Mm -hmm. I've never been on it. And I was like at a right moment where I started diving into the health and wellness space and realized, wow, like birth control can do a lot of different things to your body that we don't even know. And it's not good stuff. (laughs) So uh, it's it, kudos to you for like taking that, you know, decision and making it for yourself and, and going forward with it, no matter if it was like difficult or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so lovely delights is your Instagram page. Tell us a little bit about what lovely De- delights entails for those that don't know about your Instagram page and, you know, what you try to do in regards to food. Sure. So, um, when I started lovely delights, um, you know, the name delights again, it came, I think it came from like, a, you know, when I was trying to figure out what healthy meant to me, mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm going to make food taste good, but with like lighter ingredients, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, looking back on like, okay, lighter, probably not like the right term, w- what I'm going for. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, instead it's like creating recipes with healthier ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, ingredients that I started learning about like unrefined sugars, um, mm-hmm. and noticed that like refined sugars, like, you know, white sugar, brown sugar, when I have a lot of those, like I feel different in my body. So, you know, creating recipes with unrefined sugars, like maple syrup, like date syrup, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed that it still tastes the same, yeah. but it doesn't affect my body the way those other sugars do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have a huge sweet tooth. I'm sure, you know, if anyone goes to my page, you can see that right away. <laughs> Ditto uh, girl. <laughs> I just, I love sweets and yes. like I gave them up for so long. Um, like I would, I just like marvel in them now. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's so important to live a balanced lifestyle and you can still enjoy, you know, those things that you love. You do, you do not have to cut them out in order to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I am the healthiest I have been in my entire life. And I have, I follow zero diet. Um, you know, I don't think about what I'm eating, you know, obviously plan out what I'm eating, but I'm yeah. not like <laughs> counting my macros, you know, I'm not counting mm-hmm. calories. Um, I'm just doing what feels good for my body. And I mm-hmm. really try show that, um, on my page, because I know, you know, a lot of women, you know, either have struggled or still are struggling Mm -hmm. or the same path that I once was. Um, and I know it's a scary path and it's like a lonely path. You feel like you're the only one. Um, and so I, I really just try to preach, you know, just that living like, you know, a very balanced Mm -hmm. balanced lifestyle. It's so important. And I'm sure that your page is a huge support to so many that, you know, are either a, in the midst of like fighting a bad relationship with food or are on the recovery of it. And, you know, trying to heal that relationship, enjoy food, not, not be so strict about it. Um, and not sacrifice, you know, the flavor while having also healthy foods as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think that's like one of the most like rewarding things that I find on my page is like, I do get mm. women message me, like telling me, you know, things like that, like that I'm, I'm helping them or, you know, they, they're eating this and, um, you know, I'm not an expert by any means, but like, just, just by leading by example, like I'm able to touch people that, you know, I've never met before is like mm. so rewarding. That's awesome. I love that. I, I love what you're doing. And I know that your page is just going to continue to grow because of that. And you're so authentic as well. So one thing that you strive to do is have minimal ingredients and people may wonder, well, what's the big deal about having minimal ingredients? So what would you say to that and the importance of, you know, have less is better than more? I think my, my first approach is that I want to make creating these recipes very easy. Um, it's sustainable for anybody, even if you don't know how to cook or bake, like I want it to be very simple. And I think that's mm-hmm. why you know, I, I stick to the the simple minimal ingredients. Um, and also I think that when you're creating a recipe, if you are adding a bunch of things in, like they can affect the gut in certain ways. Um, so having less is more, and then mm-hmm. you also get to really, you know, taste all of those flavors instead of it just being like, you know, bombarded with a bunch of different things. Yeah, definitely. And like, if we think about processed food as well, I know like you buy that. So you're not necessarily making it the fact of like processed food, having so many ingredients where less is totally best because of the fact that you don't know what they're putting in it. Um, a lot of that stuff is 
not even good for your body. And we have no idea how to even pronounce it. So, um, thinking about like what you buy in the store, minimal is also still best. Right. Mm -hmm. And talk to us a little bit about your journey and how that shaped you to do what you're doing today. I guess, what is your ultimate goal with lovely delights? So I'm kind of shifting the question a little bit. What, what do you see lovely delights doing in the future, considering you're still growing? Yeah. Um, you know, I have always dreamt of like being in the entertainment business, you know, I wanted to be a model, Mm -hmm. but I feel like, you know, I've, my path has definitely shifted and it's like where I'm at now. It's like, I definitely want to help women. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, down the future, it's like, I would love to, you know, do something on TV, whether it's like a cooking show or a food host or, um, Mm -hmm. having a product line. Um, I've always dreamt about having, you know, like really lovely, um, (laughs) uh, cookware or utensil, Mm. um, things like that. Like I definitely want to, you know, continue on the path of like inspiring and helping women, but like on the business side of things, like I would love to just like kind of have like my own product and things like that. Oh yeah. That would be amazing. I didn't even think about that. So I, I know that'll happen in the future. I'll be definitely purchasing some of that equipment. (laughs) And then this is just out of curiosity. You've made a lot of different recipes. What would you say your top three to make are, you know, this could be based off of they're just fun to make or maybe deliciousness. Uh, What would you classify your top three? Um, Okay. So my chickpea chocolate truffles, those are my absolute favorite recipe. Um, they're so easy to make and they're high in protein and they taste amazing. Mm. Uh, They're made with like chickpeas, almond butter, like dark chocolate. That's really it. Um, and a lot of people are very like, um, chickpea, like, like that sounds disgusting, but I (laughs) promise don't knock it. (laughs) You try it. They're like in love love with it. It's just like Mm. lovely texture. Um, also my matcha, um, cookies, they're also vegan and gluten-free. Um, those are like a fan favorite with amongst mm-hmm. friends and my family. They're always like, bring matcha cookies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's see, like a savory dish. Um, I'm, I'm a girl that loves some pasta. Mm. Um, I also really love, like, I do like a shrimp taco bowl, which is like super easy. The stomach is like too. Um, but just like, again, like very, very easy recipes that are simple to follow, but taste, taste really good. Mm. I'm sure your boyfriend absolutely loves the fact that this is what you do for a living. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people always say that he's like, yeah, but he's, he's a good food critic too. Cause I get from him. <laughs> That's awesome. And at least he actually like enjoys because he enjoys eating it, right? He's not like because my husband, he I'm a foodie. I love to cook. I love making different recipes. And kind of similar to you, where I like to make them healthy. You know, maybe it's a certain recipe, but how can I make this healthy now? Um, he likes to be healthy, but he doesn't really like to eat. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big issue because I'm like, what, what are you doing? Like I made this amazing food and you don't even feel like eating, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Cause then you have to like, okay, I have to make this for myself and this for my partner, yeah. you know, they have to worry about themselves. And yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I'm, I'm really blessed with him cause he's very easygoing and he that's honestly awesome. not very picky, but that's good <laughs> times, which, which 
bed. (laughs) Exactly. That's awesome too, that you have like a actual like person that's close to you that can critique your food. So you're always like growing, always getting better. And, um, that's awesome. And this is just another random question considering you live in California. And I feel like there's a lot of awesome restaurants out there that are healthier options. What would you say are your, your top three restaurants out in the area of where you live? Yeah. So here in Whittier, there's, um, a restaurant up the street. It's called modern shaman. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like vegan plant-based comfort food. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's so good. We, it's a little bit on the pricier side. So it's like our little bit of our, our treat. Yeah. Um, but they have like oyster mushroom tacos that taste that are like fried mm. in Santa Monica. There's the restaurant called Elefante. Ooh. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's, absolutely- I don't think I have, it sounds familiar, but maybe it's, it's just, it's like definitely like an LA thing over here. Yeah. Um, but it's the food is like high quality. It's really, really mm. good. Um, and let's see. Um, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's good enough. And okay. are there any recipes that you're working on right now to like perfect, to put out to the audience? Yeah. Um, so I'm working on a type of loaf, um, bread, like sourdough, mm. um, very tricky to make, but sourdough um, is, yeah, I, I've pretty much mastered it, but there's days where it's like you do the right things and it's a flop. <laughs> Yeah. It just like depends on even like, I don't know, the elevation that day, yeah. things like that. So mm-hmm. um, working on that and then uh, just like a few like sweet recipes. I'm working on my website a lot. So I'm trying to definitely mm-hmm. put a lot of different um, variety on there. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have a team behind what you do? Because like the content you put out is incredible and it looks amazing in regards to not only the food, but just the aesthetic of your page your website's amazing. Like, do you have a team behind you? Because if you did this all yourself, you're like insanely amazing. <laughs> I have done it all myself. I actually just signed wow. um, an agency last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to help me with my um, emails because it was, oh, yeah. you know, emails are the never ending, like thing that everyone just like, yeah, can someone else please do this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, I think I need, I need some help on this. So we're going to take over my emails and like the negotiation process when it comes to brand working with brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, aside from that, everything else is wow. me. <laughs> You're amazing. Hannah. I literally was like, there's no way she's going to say herself. Like <laughs> I was like, when I read your bio, you know, how you're like the developer, content creator, the writer, the recipe or the recipe developer, I was like, okay, is this literally herself? Because that's everything. (laughs) I know. um, I know. Like, I think what people, some people don't realize is that like, you know, it's a, it's a very real job. Um, You know, you're running like a marketing agency, you know, by yourself. Seriously. You're also, you know, like the, the talent. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, but I, I really love it. I enjoy it Good for you. Wow. That like a newfound respect for what you do now, because that's amazing. <laughs> so the last question I like to wrap up with before we head into rapid fire questions is just like, what are the key takeaways that you have for listeners? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think for anyone listening, you know, if you are struggling with food, um, like your relationship with food, 
or you don't know, you know, where to turn to, I, I just want people to know that you're not alone. Um, and I would love to invite you to come to mm. my page and just hopefully, you know, see through my actions that, you know, you really can have it all. You can live a, a balanced lifestyle mm. and still enjoy the foods that you love. You do not have to cut them out or restrict them. Mm. Amen to that. So now we're heading into the rapid fire questions. These are some of the most fun because it, I get to know a little bit about you really quickly. <laughs> um, so the first one I have is what books are you reading right now? Or maybe you're listening to. Um, so I'm listening. It's called, what's it called? The period repair. Oh yeah. R- repair manual. Uh, so I'm doing that one. Um, and then what's the other one it's in my room. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that one is on my desk too. I'm reading cool. that one. That's awesome. Um, and <laughs> This one may either be really easy or really difficult. What's your favorite food? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm torn between like a breakfast burrito. Like I, mm. I love a breakfast burrito, especially like the bottom part. Whenever my boyfriend's like eating his, like, I'm like, can you give me the bottom? Yes. <laughs> so he'll it's like so good. the bottom and give me the full <laughs> part. So that's like my favorite or, you know, some type of like pasta and of course, Love it. Uh, what is your definition of intentional living? Um, I love that question. I think just, you know, doing things like finding the reason behind what you're doing and making mm. sure it's, you know, something that is sustainable or, you know, it means something to you. Yeah. Um, and just making time for yourself as well. Um, mm. and, being intentional in like the way you're scrolling on Instagram or the way you're watching the show. Um, and just kind of like understanding the reason behind doing what you're doing. Mm. You sum that up really well. I feel like that's a accurate description of what I kind of think about too, is like every action you do, mm-hmm. you know, why are you doing it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. good. And then what is your favorite travel destination or a dream destination that you have? I'm torn. I love, <laughs> I've been to Ireland before, um, like probably in two, 2016 and I fell in love with it. So I want to go mm. back there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also like a very tropical type of person. So like, I definitely want to go to like the Maldives or oh, to yeah. I went to Cabo, fell in love with it. Oh my so. gosh. So wow. beautiful there. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably super quick for you to go to Cabo as well, considering where you live. Yeah. It's like a an hour and a half, I think flight. Awesome. Um, and we actually went like right when the pandemic was kind of like ending. And so really empty there. We felt like we had the resort to ourselves. It was so nice. That's awesome. Definitely want to go back there. It's it's beautiful. Same. I went there for the first time in November and same experience. I honestly didn't really know what to expect, but it was so, it was just so nice. Like everything was really nice great restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like quality and, um, the ocean it's probably similar for you considering where you live in California, but it was like, it was just so much more fun because it was more wavy. It was cooler. I like cooler water. It's a good, it's a good, good destination to go to (laughs) for sure. I didn't realize we'd be given a pitch for Cabo right now. (laughs) Um, awesome. And so how can listeners connect with you, Hannah? So I'm um, at Lovely Delights across all social media platforms. I'm on TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram. I have a YouTube channel, which 
I haven't really <laughs> dug in too deep to, but it's up there. Um, and then, you know, I have a little contact form on my website as well. So uh, lovelydelights.com. So if you have any questions, you can always, you know, do a little form through there and it comes straight to my email. Perfect. And that'll be in the show notes for everyone, along with the top three recipes that you talked about. I'll also link those for you. Um, thank you so much, Hannah, for being on. This has been incredible and you're, you're an amazing person. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was, it was so much fun and truly an honor. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Hannah. I know I did, and knowing how many amazing recipes she has, I'm gonna be heading to the link that is down in the show notes, which is going to take you, along with myself, to the Nostalgic Delights ebook. And this is available for listeners with the option to take $3 off using the code BETTERHEALTH. So if you download that, take the $3 off, you'll be on your way to making incredible recipes that are not only amazingly delicious and tasty, um, but also on the healthier side as well. So be sure to check that out. Let me know your thoughts on it. Feel free to share this episode with anybody and subscribe, rate, and review.